Welcome to the Voice of V podcast, where I talk about things that matter to me, might matter to you, and in the end, just might foster an understanding of perspectives, realities, and what makes us who we are. We live in love in a great, big, diverse society of people. And until we start to talk, to listen, and think, we're not going to make progress. Sometimes heavy, sometimes not. But always from a place of good with an intent to do no harm. That being said, I make mistakes. So feel free to reach out and let's talk about it. I am V, so let's get to it. As this is Upbeat Wednesday, I thought I might bring up the other reason for having a more upbeat show every other one, as opposed to the Heavy Serious Sundays. I mentioned in an earlier episode that part of the reason um, was to have a more positive show to balance the more serious show on Sundays. But there's another aspect, and that has to do with mental health. Um, I think that we are all, I can only, I can speak for myself, but I think a lot of people are very guilty of doom scrolling and, uh, we tend to gravitate to the bad news. We're surrounded by a lot of bad news. You don't flip on the news and very often hear a good story. Um, it's, it's someone's been killed or there's been a car wreck or some other tragedy has happened. And, it's almost as though, you know, we've sort of gotten away from, you know, a feel-good news story. You have to really look hard to seek those stories out. Um, so it's it's very easy to find yourself, you know, reading nothing but doom and gloom. There's a lot of bad things that happen to to the world around us all the time, to our neighbors, to, you know, our communities, to, you know weather disasters and shootings and it and it it really can weigh down on your mental health. So so one of my hopes for Wednesdays was to force myself to sort of rein in some of that doom scrolling that that I am guilty of doing. I, I sort of get down in the weeds sometimes and really I've tried to make an effort to find good news and it is an effort to do that. You've got to really dig to find the feel-good news stories. Um, They are few and far between. But in doing so, you know, you run across some things that kind of surprise you. And recently, one of the things that has kind of caught my eye is Ford Motor Company. And now, this is not... uh, an endorsement by any means, um, and I'm not compensated for mentioning Ford. Um, I've only owned one Ford in my lifetime, and it it was a so-so experience. Um, so, you know, I, I, I can't really say I'm all in or I'm not in at all, but the news recently um, out of Ford from Jim Farley, who is the CEO is very exciting. And it seems like every day, little bits of this information are coming to light to me. Um, I don't follow the auto shows. So I think a lot of these 
these stories came up at the auto show in Chicago or New York, I forget which one, and, and they're starting to trickle out bits and pieces of it here and there. But the, the first um, uh, broadcast that I saw of it with uh, Mr. Farley um, sort of gave me a little bit of insight as to the goings-on at Ford Motor Company that have been happening over the last year and a half, two years. And that is with the EV, electric vehicle, hybrid manufacturing. And I did not know this, and I found it very interesting, but Ford split the company into two distinct companies, the standard combustion engine side production and then the EV side. And their reasons for doing that was so that the EV side could innovate and move faster because the goal at Ford right now is to be able to dominate the market because they already have what they call, I think they call it contracts of scale. Uh, for instance, they, they sell more motor vehicles to police departments. Um, they have a lot of large existing contracts with their gas combustion engines. And so the idea is to capture those contracts in EV form giving them some very big scale contracts to be able to move forward quickly and to innovate. They've already put out the um, F-150 Lightning, which is a fully electric F-150. And in the last few days, there's been a couple of announcements. They're going to be bringing out the Ranger in electric EV and gas combustion. Um, just yesterday, the day before yesterday, there is a vehicle which I believe is on the size of, say, the Expedition. It's a large family SUV. They're calling it the Everest. They're hoping to have that one out in 2024. And it's just very interesting to see how suddenly they are, are going like gangbusters to get these EV cars out. And by capturing these big contracts, and it and allows them to do this. And by separating the companies, the EV side can, can move at greater speed without having to deal with the bureaucracy of the other side of the company. And so far, it seems to be working. And it's just, it's really exciting. Um, listening to CEO Farley talk, he, he's an interesting person, and I think he has some really good ideas. Um, and their ability at Ford with their production facilities that they have to be able to move on such a grand scale, I think that we're going to see some really exciting things out of them. And, and it really interests me. I mean, I know that right now, um, I think I mentioned in a, in a previous podcast about Toyota that they've got such a backlog that if you really wanted a hybrid right now, forget it. You know, it's, it's 12 to 24 months. Um, but Ford seems to be really just, pardon the pun, shifting gears very quickly to really make this happen. And the idea behind it is if they can rein in the heavy markups on the dealer side, get the customer a fairly priced vehicle, produce these vehicles in scale, that they can bring new customers on board into the Ford family. It's, it's a very ambitious goal, but... Everything that I'm hearing this past week is very exciting. Um, 
I'm certainly not seeing that out of other companies right now. Um, the ability of, of Ford to produce vehicles for uh, rough and tumble type industries like law enforcement and public works and that sort of thing, they have a huge advantage over, say, Tesla. Um, the vehicles that are needed for that type of application need to have storage. They've got to be rugged. Um, they've got to have space inside. Uh, police vehicles have to be specially outfitted if they're a sedan model um, to fit the officer's uniforms and gear and everything. And the Tesla vehicle car models right now just really don't do that. They don't have the option to do any of that sort of customization. So I think Ford is really onto something here. And it's just something that I've been reading about this week that's very exciting. Um, I've been looking at, at potentially upgrading my car. Um, I don't have to. I don't need to. It's just something I am exploring. And it's very exciting um, what seems to be coming with cars. I love the gas engines. I mean, that's all I've ever known. Um, I have owned one hybrid. I owned a Prius some years back. I loved it. Um, but the technology now is just really starting to explode. And it's just very exciting. I think the next two to three years are going to be phenomenal. We're going to have a lot of different options. And I think it's just going to be a big, big beneficial thing for so many people. And I think it's exciting. Um, but that was one of the things that that came up this past week that I wanted to bring up. Another was, I know I talked about football last week and I pledged my allegiance to the Buffalo Bills for this upcoming season. And uh, I got a little present in the mail yesterday from a dear friend that lives in the Western New York area. I have a shirt that's uh, it's a black shirt. It's got the Buffalo, just the, the Buffalo logo on it, and uh, it's got Choose Love across the top in white letters, and this shirt was produced to raise money for the families of the victims of the shooting in Buffalo, and so far they have raised upwards of $1 million, and I just think that's wonderful, and I'm going to be really proud to wear that shirt. Um, I've been told that it'd be the first of many Buffalo shirts that if I'm going to be a fan, I will own, but this one is going to be very special. Um, I hope people will purchase these shirts and raise money for those families of that terrible tragedy. Um, and good for the Buffalo Bills organization for, you know, coming up with this idea and doing this. I think it's, I think it's wonderful. So kudos guys. And on the college football front, there was a press conference um, out of my hometown, Gainesville, Florida, uh, by the brand-new coach, uh, Billy Napier. Uh, this is his first year. He's been heavy recruiting. He's landed some very big blue-chip players. Um, his first year there, we've yet to see what he does on the field, but he's been um, talking about how there's going to be a lot of discipline, um, a, a lot of team approach as opposed to individual approach. And I, I saw in the recent news story, a press conference, where he's even basically every day has got, for, tra for training camp, there's a uniform of the day, and it gets all the way down to the color of the socks. Now, I know this probably sounds kind of silly, but, you know, it wasn't something that 
I don't think really mattered before. The players would come to practice in white socks and some with blue socks or some with orange with white stripes, et cetera, et cetera. But they have a color of the day. And the idea behind it is that he pays attention to even the smallest of details. And if everybody shows up for practice on blue day and everybody's got blue socks on, it gives a more team appearance that it's less about the individual and more about the team cohesiveness itself. And I think it's cool. I'm really excited. Um, They take the field on September the 3rd against Utah. Um, It's going to be a tough game, um, but I'm really looking forward to it. And it's always exciting to get a new coach and some new blood and sort of see what can be done. There's been a lot of frustration the last couple years, and I think there's a lot of excitement brewing around Coach Napier. And Gator fans are really looking forward to it. SEC football is very exciting, and I think he's going to do well. But we're going to see. And late last night, um, after much public uproar, um, credit to uh, John Stewart and the veterans who camped out outside, the Senate passed the PACT Act late last night. Um, only 11 did not vote for it. You can find those names online yourself. But it is passed, and it is now headed to the president's desk for a signature. So very good news to protect our veterans who have been exposed to burn pits and who are dealing with all sorts of lung issues, cancer issues, etc. But they are now going to get the care they need, and I'm very happy to see this. Um, voices help. Speaking up helps. And in addition to that, there were primaries in a few states yesterday, and numbers were up. Um, I saw a couple of people online talk about how when they went to vote in person, that they were shocked, happy, and amazed to see so many young people voting. Congratulations to the young people. Your vote matters. It counts. Exercise your right to vote. It's very important. And I just, I want to, I want to hand it to all those young people that are getting out and voting. Um, It's much appreciated. And you've got to realize that you really can have an impact. Um, If you look what happened in Kansas yesterday, it definitely made a difference. And I think it sends a loud message that the young people are, not going to sit by and I and they are going to show up so that's great news so good job guys as for my website and my newsletter I've been thinking a little bit about the newsletter and how to proceed moving forward Um, I'm not getting it seems to have sort of stalled and I haven't done too much marketing so some of that is on me um But I wonder if it's really what people are interested in. Um, A newsletter, say maybe once or twice a month at the most is all I ever send it. Or are are blog entries really more what people want? Um, I've been doing both. Um, I've also got an app now that goes with my website that I'm still sort of trying to see if it's really useful or not. I don't want to send out invites and ask anybody to download an app if, it, if it's really not that useful. So 
maybe by next Wednesday I may have an answer on that. And if you're interested, I will give out that information and and get an invite code up in the show notes maybe next week. Um, so thoughts on newsletters versus blogs. Um, obviously different from a podcast, but I'd be interested to know what your favorite medium is. So drop me a note. Check the show notes. You can reach out there. There's an email. You can let me know how you feel. And I'd really appreciate it. On the goals front, I, uh, I made kind of a, I don't do New Year's resolutions or any of that kind of thing, but um, when I cut some, some things out, the social media apps that I cut out recently, I decided to replace it with something positive and useful and helpful to me, and that was to go to the gym here in the building where I live. I mean, it's just upstairs, there's no excuse, and get on the treadmill at least five days a week and I started that on August 1st, and I have done it every morning, so I'm up to three mornings in a row. I'll probably do it tomorrow. I will probably take Friday off um, and maybe Saturday off. Those will be my two rest and recover days. I'm not pushing it too hard. Um, one of the things, in my opinion, about exercise goals is if you push too hard and you make yourself hurt or in a lot of pain, or if it just becomes too exhausting that you tend to stop it. So I'm trying to, you know, keep the bar at a reasonable level, 20 to 30 minutes on the treadmill, try to get, and I don't run, I just walk fast, try to get a mile or more um, on those five days. And then eventually, maybe after a month or two, start slowly inching it up. Um, There's also a bike there's a weight machine and a Stairmaster. And I'll eventually get to those. And one of the things that's nice about having this gym in the building is there really is no excuse. It's just upstairs. Um, so it's hot outside. There's no excuse. The gym is in the air conditioning. If it's snowing, there's no excuse. Just go upstairs. I don't have to drive anywhere. I don't have to go out in the weather. So I've, I've made this commitment to myself and I'm hoping that, that that physical exercise does something for me mentally as well as physically. And uh, I'll keep you posted on that goal. And I don't really have too much more to add for this Wednesday's podcast. Um, I appreciate you tuning in. I'm probably going to just cut it short for now. We're up to about 20 minutes. And if you would like to support this podcast... Please follow the link in the show notes. There's a number of ways you can support the podcast. Um, Amazon wishlist, uh, PayPal, there's just a number of ways. Anything will help. No pressure, you don't have to. I just appreciate you being here. Take care of yourself. Take a little time for yourself. And I will see you next week. Peace.